Hello, welcome back to Drunk on Porpoise. Welcome back. Is this my first episode? Don't know yet. Haven't figured out the order. Welcome back or welcome to Drunk on Porpoise, the wildlife podcast set on not taking itself too seriously. As you can tell, I'm your host, Katya, and this evening I'm getting drunk on Monte Vista Merlot 2018 Red from Chile. Um, it's very fruity. Uh, I know lots about wines. Can you tell? I've already had a glass. Um, it's very nice. Good thing. Good uh, top tip. I'm looking for wines. Labels. Very important. What strikes, what strikes your fancy? What sticks out? And um, if it's a twist cap or not. Because, man, I have tried to open corkscrew wine without a corkscrew. And it is embarrassing. And I know what you're thinking. Cat, why don't you just get a corkscrew? That seems like a lot of effort, so I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, welcome. Welcome, Drunk on Porpoise, wildlife podcast set on not taking itself too seriously. Here I am, not taking myself too seriously, drunk by myself on a Wednesday evening, talking to you today about wildlife masturbation, sex for pleasure in the animal kingdom. Which animals do it? Why do they do it? Why do I do it so much? All these questions and more are about to be answered. Okay, animal masturbation. Let's get right into it. Um, oh, that's page four of my notes. Page one, starting from the beginning. Okay, give me a second. Um, sorry, I had to get the wine. Non-reproductive sexual behavior, masturbation, oral sex, homosexuality, genital-genital rubbing, interspecies mating, um, the list goes on. Animals do it. Animals do it a lot. <laughs> um, way more than, you, than I thought, way more than you would think, um, which is actually kind of pretty cool because, you know, there's always that argument that sex should only be for reproduction purposes. Purposes? Ahem. <clears throat> Um, you know, in some uh, traditional ways of thinking, but sex can also be a lot of fun. It can be, it can be a lot of fun. Uh, masturbation can be even more fun. So today I'm going to talk about animals do it too. They're just like us. Um, but this is really important stuff because I think it's, you know what, I'm just going to move on. I'll stick to my, I'm going to stick to my notes. And uh, then we'll then we'll keep going. One sec. Okay. Um, so, my boy Charles Darwin, you know him as the man with the finches and the natural selection theory that anything that's not useful you evolve to not have. Um, he developed this theory after departing on the HMS Beagle. Headed to a lot of places, but he's famous for his research on the Galapagos Islands. Um, an English nat- naturalist, um, he was the you know the father of modern evolutionary studies, and it was him who first said that humans and animals share a common ancestry. 
fun facts about Charles Darwin. He was born. Oh my God, he was born today. Wow. 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 And it all comes together. He was born. Well, not obviously not today, this date. He was born February 12th, 1809. And it is now February 12th, 2020. That I'm not going to do maths. I know that's simple. I'm not going to do it. It was a long time ago. Wow, that was really exciting. Okay, um, he was born in Shrewsbury, Shropshire, England. He died on April 19th, 1882 in Down, Kent. Um, you know him. He wrote The Evolution, no, The Origin of Species, um, which was published in 1859. That's his most famous work. It's incredibly detailed and honestly quite boring. It's on my shelf and I haven't read it and I should. Um, he formed the natural selection theory, the one that's stated in this book in 1837 to 1839. Um, oh, here we go. I've got a better definition than I gave you. Um, it's written down. That's why I write these things down. He proposed the theory of natural selection. A variation of a trait um, is provided useful. It will be preserved. Um, so, um, the natural finch, natural finch, the great finch one, um, where their beaks got a lot more shorter and more round because they started eating more seeds rather than carnivorous, I think. Don't quote me. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so he's famous for that, right? But we are going to move on. We are going to talk about something else he's written. The Expression of the Emotions in Man and Animals, which he finished or published in 1872. Um, really interesting chapter, chapter V111. <laughs> I know Roman numerals, I'm kidding. Um, joy, high spirits, love, tender feelings, and devotion. That's the title of this chapter. Um, this doesn't directly relate to masturbating, by the way, um, but it does demonstrate that humans and animals feel and express uh, the same emotions. And if we have evolved to enjoy sex for pleasure, why, haven't, why can't animals not? Why does, re, why does sex have to be just about reproduction? Obviously, this is we've, something we've come to make more um, common knowledge, more common narrative. Um, in the last years, um, where sex used to be thought of as something where you just have it for kids, but you can have it for not having kids. It feels good. It's got a lot of good health benefits. Um, but like I was saying, humans and animals feel and express the same emotions. Um, they've evolved to explore sex for pleasure. Why can't animals? So he talks a bit about love and how there's no proper or peculiar means of expression. But in this case, I'm going to talk a bit about self-love and affection and sex for that purpose. Um, he wrote, this is just a nice quote. I think that's why I wrote it down. Um, quote, a strong desire to touch the beloved person is commonly felt. With the lower animals, we see the same principle of pleasure derived from contact and association with love. Many kinds of monkeys delight in fondling and being fondled by each other. So it's there, you know, we like to cuddle, we like to touch people, it's a form of affection, there's loads of health benefits, releases happy hormones, etc, etc. Animals do it too, because 
they are living beings, which is very, it's very easy for us to not see animals as living beings because they're not us. Do you see what I mean? They're not sentient beings. Okay. I'm going to move on. Um, there have been many instances where people have, I mean, biologists, naturalists, people who work with animals have seen animals um, engaging in sexual acts for pleasure. One of the first ones that I stumbled across was the Natural History of the Adelie Penguin, Sexual Habits of the Adelie Penguin, uh, recorded by George Murray Levick in night. 19- 1910 to 1913, he was on an Arctic expedition when he observed a young male penguin having sex with a dead female penguin. Um, Woo, good stuff. I'm not encouraging that, not condoning that, not saying that's not a bit weird, um, but pretty sure that penguin knew she was dead and he was still having sex with her, which is a sentence I never thought I'd say, but here we are. Um, Walruses. I've seen videos. They masturbate during the non-breeding season. Uh, they can suck their own dicks. It's quite impressive. They are flexible enough, and their dicks are long enough, which is interesting. Um, they have found studies in squirrels. I'm going to go into specifically African ground squirrels in a minute, but they masturbate, and they eat their own ejaculation because spitters are quitters. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Um... There's a really interesting study, moving along to the academics. Um, the Adapted Function of Masturbation in African Ground Squirrels by Jane Waterman. They found that there were hypothesized lots of reasons for this. One was genital cleaning. So Afri- female African ground squirrels um, mated with up to 10 males in a three-hour estrus period. So an estrus is when they've got the eggs ready to mate. So it's the mating season, the breeding season. That's three hours for African ground squirrels, um, which is insane. And they mate with up to 10 males in that period. So, I mean, you go girl, first of all, well done. Um, but second of all, STIs, something you didn't need to, you thought you didn't need to worry about as a African ground squirrel, but you can, you can get an STI. And STIs affect fertility. Um, So males masturbated post-sex with the female during this time to decrease their risks of STIs. It's kind of like peeing after sex to prevent a UTI. Yeah, good stuff. Um, Males that... (laughs) African ground squirrels, they're just like us. Males that have mated... um, uh, males that have not mated, sorry, uh, may see it as a sexual outlet. So when you just, it's been too long, and you just got all this testosterone and stress that needs to be released. That's what they do. Um, it's also seen as getting rid of stale sperm for a better chance of fertilization. Um, also, another one, really interesting. It's also advertising that you can afford to waste some. So you're bigging yourself up. You're like, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm going to masturbate over here. And then in Two minutes, we're going to go at it again. Um, Waterman's quoted saying that 70% of male masturbation occurred in female estrus. Males were more likely to masturbate during estrus when they copulated than when they did not copulate. So they were more likely to masturbate after they had sex as well. So that's why they think it was mainly a form of genital cleaning um, to increase their, um, 
decrease their risk of STI infection. Um, they've um, observed dolphins masturbating with dead fish and eels. There's a very popular viral video of a chimpanzee using a frog. I'm not going to go into that. Um, why? Why is this important? I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you, if we can educate and help build an understanding of wildlife and the natural world, we can better help it. It's too often our animals just seen as these clones. That like all lions are the same, all monkeys are the same. Where all these animals have their each and own personalities and character traits, just like humans do. Um, and I think when we see animals as separate emotional beings, and this goes down all the way to the very basis of their sexual behavior, um, we connect with them more and we want to help them more and we want to engage more with the natural environment um, and be a part of it in a positive way. That's why I think this is important. Um, Thanks for listening to today's episode of Drunk on Porpoise, Animal Masturbation. Um, short one today, but a, but a good one. What do they say? Shorty but a goldie? Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Have a good one. Keep listening. Hello?